Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. The best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. You going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry. And subscribe and like them if you can, please. Or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go. What up? What it do? <clears throat> what it do? <laughs> How we doing? How's everybody hanging? Hanging loose. Um, so yeah, so we are live on YouTube. We are live on Instagram. I figured why not do it again. We got CJ Rhodes in the house on Instagram hanging out with us right now. Hey, what's up, CJ? Hey, CJ. We got Pi hanging out with us right now. And then all our latecomers will start popping in. Filtering in. Oh, look. Jordan even came and say hi. What up, Jordan? <laughs> um, so yeah. Hope everybody's ready to, um... Wow, Tiffany's here. Hello, Tiffany. What's going on? So yeah, we're we're gonna be breaking down the season eleven, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the lockdown. (laughs) The good, the bad, and the lockdown. Um, Did you see the good, the bad, and the ugly? I want to know who your choices are for that. Oh, okay. Did you guys see the thing with um, what's his name, James Gordon, James Corden, the like the Late Show host, Mm -hmm. and he did a, a skit, and it was with um ryan reynolds and josh brawlin and so ryan reynolds was talking and he was like the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> and he looks when he says the ugly he looks at james and james <laughs> goes wait wait hold on am i the ugly and ryan reynolds goes well i mean i'm the good he's the bad talk, pointing to josh brolin and he goes so i mean that leaves you <laughs> it was so funny i watched it on youtube it's great i miss what being able to stay up that late to watch all these things <laughs> i watch no i watch yes. them the next morning oh okay yeah, you watch them the next day. Jimmy Kimmel tonight. Norman Reedus will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight. Oh, so Reedus yeah, will be you can on watch it in the morning. So. Hmm. Very cool. <laughs> I can't say that Jimmy's uh, my favorite, but no, but I like when Norman Reedus or like Colin Domingo was on it recently, so I watch it when yeah. they're on. He's a he's a limp yeah. he's a limp <laughs> flag in my opinion. He's just a <laughs> wet limp flag, a limp noodle. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Linda's here now too. If you didn't see, Lindy. Um, Jimmy isn't. <laughs> I said Jimmy isn't even his mother's favorite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, so who's excited, man? Who, what, you know, we're gonna talk about episode uh, seventeen, season eleven, obviously of The Walking Dead. Worth the final countdown. It's yeah. Whew, yeah. The final eight. <laughs> but I guess if you had AMC Plus, you got to watch eight and seven. The final uh, yeah. Six left. So yeah, yeah, I mean, um, that was crazy too. Eva, I, what's up? I, oh, what's up? I um, yeah, I watched the first episode and then I was like, and then it, it like said, you know, on the little little thing on your on my phone, next it was episode. like, watch the next episode. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, because yeah, AMC they did that with Tales also. For some reason, instead of doing it a week early, like they will for the rest of the season, they um, they put the first two out on the same night as that would premiere the first one so i'm not sure why they did it that way but mm. uh pie's oh, complaining here. pie's complaining what's up, oh, anthony? What up anthony what's going on um 
There's a there's a lot to unpack with this episode. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Andrew? Popped in on Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean this episode, um, you know, they're they're. It's eight. It's eight. Eight episodes left. So they're. I don't want to say they're in cram mode, but like they have to like kind of move things along. They've got everybody. a lot yeah. that has to happen in yeah. eight episodes. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah, it'll. She says it feels like less. There's less and less plot per episode as the season progresses. I mean, we'll see. Look, I mean, I've watched the the. Bye. I've watched seventeen and eighteen, and I mean, I obviously have just a few things that, like you know, I'm gonna mention and grind my guts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they weren't major things, you know. Um. I know, uh, so Meg wasn't, Meg's not here, but she did send me um, some things she wanted, she wanted to go over. And one of them was kind of like because of of her occupation and what she does. Mm -hmm. Um, And she noticed the little uh, gaff there that they did during the JDM chase scene, the car chase scene. Yes. And she's, she sent me, you know, a photo and she's like, what is this about? And it's a piece of duct tape (laughs) over the, the like emblem yeah. for the vehicle yeah and she's oh, like scary. really yeah. we used black duct tape to cover this up she's like they couldn't just put like a commonwealth symbol on it or something like that you know something something cool or they couldn't just like pop the symbol off and yeah just, and just paint it yeah. over it you know what i mean like i, I don't know yeah what up eric but honestly if she didn't yeah if, if she didn't mention it i wouldn't have noticed i mean i know her eye she's keen on that because that's what she does for a living yeah. but um i wouldn't have noticed it so yeah but it was cool that she noticed i retweeted it on undead because i thought it was hilarious and the, what <laughs> one of the things she mentioned too along with that was i don't know so a lot of people in the earlier seasons with the walking dead um they had a lot of sponsorships especially yeah. like car yeah. sponsorships one of their major players early on was Hyundai. Hyundai had like a huge they I mean they had like this huge promo every commercial break was Hyundai. They showed Rick uh what is it Rick when they found the backpack on the side of the road and they tried to swerve off the side of the road and they got stuck with the Hyundai. Oh yeah. Like you know like all <laughs> the they like really made sure and there was another car another car company involved at another point. And I can't yeah. remember who it is. But they early on they had these major like I want to say like major promotions with car with car companies, um, and I think that maybe they got to the point where like you know they don't need them anymore or they didn't want to you know what, oh it was Dodge okay yeah. so Anthony says it's Dodge you can see you said Dodge yeah <laughs> um, everyone's telling so yeah you know they so they did have some major players as far as car companies earlier on yep um, and and maybe they just. I don't know. Maybe they can't do it anymore for some strange reason, or maybe they're not getting it anymore. You know, nobody, yeah. nobody's coming forward to to give them that money anymore to yeah. run a promotion. But um, so yeah, um, there's that. I want to talk about something Pi said before it gets out of the chat, and I don't see it, and I forget about it. So she talked about Negan and just waltzing in, and I saw the people mention that too. But the reason was Daryl sent him. Yeah, kind of undercover he knew to ask for mercer so he wouldn't talk to anyone until he saw mercer so then mercer comes in because they they kind of feel he's a kind of an ally i mean he 
he follows the rules. He does what, but he's done this now with Daryl and he's done it with Rosita now where he's like, I got you. You know, he, he's like, I know this is my best place right now. So with Negan not getting, I, we would have all loved to see Carrie Gonzell come in and interrogate <laughs> Negan. Sure. That was, we, Chris mentioned that to me and I'm like, that would have just been brilliant. Yeah. But they were trying to keep him under the radar. Like, Hey, you know, you've not been seen before. No one knows who you right. are. Let's sneak him in this way. So that's the reason for it. But yeah, it would have been pretty dang cool to see her interrogate him. I mean, just imagine <laughs> him walking there and like it cuts to the next scene is her sitting there with him. So how many times do you wipe? Oh. And then you see Negan go. <sighs> and then like the next scene is him walking in the Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like just the questioning alone, you know, like, oh, would have been golden. I feel like the, I feel like the dialogue between Carrie and JDM would have been phenomenal oh mm-hmm. it would have been outstanding oh my yeah God. and and it's like like i said with the, with the thing with sebastian right not to skip ahead too far but like when he was like do you know who i am and egan goes do you know who i am i it would have been phenomenal if he said why i'm the boogeyman you know just because it, it's something that he would say yeah. i could see him saying yeah. that right and i'm like you had so many opportunities I, I get it it's towards the end and you want to have your seriousness and you want to have that build up for the big avengers endgame finale mm-hmm. but that we hope <laughs> that we hope for <laughs> yeah we hope. but you still i think there should have been some comedic elements especially with who negan is because negan ties in his humor with his mm-hmm. actions well they definitely let him loose with the the cursing I oh mean, my god you know they let him they fly let him, he yeah. dropped an f-bomb meet JDM, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is great because you know it's yeah. it's him it's who he is so all right let's his, um his, his facial expression real quick his facial expressions like right before jerry comes up to him he's like and I just I loved that this little couple faces he made looking at the Commonwealth and, and the circus that's going on around him. Yeah. You know, it was great. Um, I'm actually going to Instagram. I'm going to cut you guys loose. If you want, you can come and join us over on YouTube. All you have to do is search Beauty and the Beast and we will be on your YouTube channel. Just click uh, on our live that's going on right now. Sorry, I need my phone because I got stuff in there I need to read. <laughs> Um, let me see. Oh, that I we can go. I'll go ahead with the opening sequence. I thought that was phenomenal. The new opening sequence, it was so much more. I love seeing all the different locations and that, you know, and then of course, all the names are like 10 new names put in there. And then just that little bit of tweaking with the theme song that was just a nice element for the end, yeah. you know. And yeah, because the final season or the final episode is going to be done with a full orchestra. Really? Oh, I wow. think. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's what was done. Yeah, so um, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> um, all right, so here we go. So just these are just some things that Meg uh, sent in, um, question-wise, and just talking points, or whatever. She said, uh, once again, Jerry proves to be a shining light in a world darkened by evil with his charm when he, when uh, he asked the neighbor for a favor after he and the kids evade the guy hunting them. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oops. <laughs> um, she says, Jerry must be protected at all costs, but sadly something tells me he won't make it to the end. I think in the final battle, he'll go out in a blaze of glory for his family and his community, but I truly hope he makes it. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. And then she did mention the Freddie Walker uh, because she's got eyes like a freaking eagle. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, she catches everything. She said, uh, love the little nod to the iconic slasher. Nicotero said on Talking Dead he wanted to do other well-known movie killers before the show ends. So I'm hoping we get to see a Walker version of Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. Yes. Though the latter will be hard to pull off, I think. Um, and then she says, <laughs> yeah, then she says, Walker's in the field. When Rosita and Mercer roll up on the turned over truck, the Walkers were moving about different. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The Walkers were moving about different. Their moves and footprints seemed more calculated than your typical Walker. Maybe they are the variant. Now, yeah, because the horde should be. Yeah. I want to touch. Yeah, we'll touch on that as we go through um, the whole thing. But so as we go through the episode, we'll um, we'll obviously touch on what you guys are saying in chat and uh, and everything else. But so I, I kind of marked this episode starting off as like the hunter being Lance and uh, the hunter being hunted, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, you know, the, the shit, the shithead and the, uh, dickless brigade. <laughs> um, I was really hoping it, uh, Oscar's going to be in chat tonight. Well, let me tell you something. When I see like Blaze and all them. Oh my God. How does these... it feel to be part of the dickless brigade? <laughs> um. Oh, we lost Renee. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, Renee, where'd you go? I don't know. What did I do? This do my... podcast brought to you by Skype. <laughs> <laughs> And bubbly. <laughs> what happened? For the times you can't be together, you can still be together. What? Skype. Oh, Skype. Is that their logo? No. They were <laughs> it up. Oh, there she is. I don't know. I, I don't know what I did. I was trying to fill the time, you know? Um, Good job. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, Pam. What's going on? Pam's here. Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, I kind of, I, I marked this as the, the opening of the show is like Lance being the hunter, Buddy's being hunted. Um, I love the, the opening Lucy's here. Hello. I love the opening scene with Maggie and, um, Daryl and Daryl doing, you know, those, those kills. Um, I real quick, I just want to point out something Polly said, because that is my, my true grind, my guts moment of this episode. Probably my only one, I would say. Remember the golden rule in Walking Dead? And you kill the walkers as silently as possible whenever you can? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have an automatic weapon. I get it. It's tempting to just let loose. But they also had knives that were mounted like a bayonet to their guns. And whenever they had just a couple of walkers, they just shot them. Yeah. Why did you just stab him? Like, I get it. Oh, a gun. It's dramatic. Ooh, it's action-y. I, I get it. But it's stupid because it violates, the, like, the main rule of Walking Dead. Did you say it's action-y? Action-y. <laughs> action-y. I mean, I mean, am I the only one who noticed that? I don't know because, like, I, I, I think it's excessive in my, in my opinion is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's user user's choice. Yeah, but the whole point was that <laughs> you wanted to reduce noise because noise drew walkers. Yeah, and and an automatic weapon's not gonna draw, not gonna draw. I, I mean, you, like I, we've seen people kick a tin can down the road that attracts a horde of zombies, but fully automatic weapon doesn't. Hey, Amen. You know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm on my on my soapbox, but that 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 really pisses me off. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know it's going to attract them. That's just how it goes. Like, that's, they they work off a of sound. That's just how it goes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a little bloop on them, mm. you know? I don't know. But, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you want to do? I don't know. I, I was, I'm done. That was just my point. He's just sharing. He's just sharing. I'm just yeah. ranting. Don't mind me. Um, I'm 30. I'm now. I'm now the old senile hurt. <laughs> I did like though. Uh, so when we go back to the beginning of this, I did like how, as everyone's talking about plans on attack and everything like that, you know, Daryl's the basically the silent. He's just listening as he's observing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I kind of like how they they made him you know, the, the leader of this, at this point, you know, like, yeah, Maggie's been there. She's been doing, but you know, everyone's trying to put together this plan on who's where and, and, you know, and, and what person is where, you know, we got people at Commonwealth, we got people here, we got people there. And he just kind of is like, wait a minute, you know, we can do everything. You know what I mean? Um, so I thought that was a, a nice play on like showing, the audience like oh okay daryl has assumed this role kind of thing yeah angela king shared um i don't know some interview i listened or whatever of hers and she said that daryl will be a driving force to bringing back all of our survivors for this mission you know for this battle against the commonwealth so yeah i enjoyed seeing that he just like you said he's just quiet he processes it all and then you know man of little words but then when he does talk he's got you know yeah yeah, I mean, it's uh, and it's a good plan. I mean, I gotta say, you know, you know, what they would with the plan. I said I actually wrote Daryl's plan actually pretty damn brilliant because using Negan, seeing Negan be able to put on that whisperer mask again, mm. you know, yeah, like, that was that was cool. <laughs> it really was, and I gotta say, like the the silent knife kills or knife, like even the tactics they used with in the in the back of the knee stuff like yeah. that you know a in lot of side, a lot of rib shots yeah. yeah but i think because their armor they know so daryl right. would know where the weak spots were yeah. so i'm sure he would have been like hey get him there you know so i thought that was very cool yeah instead of these fake shots that like how do they even do that you know yeah so does negan just carry his whisperer mask in his back pocket i don't know man. he must I, yeah. He pulled it out a couple times, and I'm just like, well, because you know, like he had it with Maggie. That's mm-hmm. when he, you know he showed Maggie how to, you know, Maggie and Elijah how to blend in and do that, the whisperer walk and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, he's probably found out it's a very useful tactic. Yeah. So he, he probably it's just like you know, yeah, like and, Lucille, he always carried that with him, you know. And I mean, speaking of leadership too, like even even Negan in this episode, like look at all the hats he wore in this episode. You know, I mean, I have I have Negan the whisperer. The carjacker, the getaway driver, and the and the ass saber. You know what I mean? Like he literally did everything you could ask for in one episode. You know, and I mean kudos to them to pulling off a pretty cool car chase. I was waiting, I, I was kind of like waiting for the intersecting uh, you know, uh, crash to come from, from Daryl. And that's what I mean. Like his plan, you know, for Negan to go make the kills, get in the vehicle, steal the vehicle, distract people to him for daryl to almost 
And obviously, we all know he wasn't going to kill Lance right there. But <laughs> for him to almost kill Lance in that in that one that one that one series there, um, to fool them also, and then be in and take another vehicle, you know, I mean, it was actually a pretty well done plan. So uh, I was I was I was happy I was really happy to see some good thinking, you know. Yeah, um, it was like smart, not just yeah. Dumb, like a lot of times, yeah, there's not a plan really. It's just kind of it runs off in their own direction and things. And I like little details like um, I can't, I know that I would like when Daryl watched to make sure Negan got in the clear, yep. you know, he didn't just assume it. It was like, I don't know, it just felt like it was more of the story. We got to see the end of that part. Okay, Negan did get away. Okay, now Daryl can go finish his mission this way and do what he was supposed to do. Yeah. So I just like details like that. I think that to me, that's something we haven't seen for a while because you just kind of have these open-ended things happening and you assume they turned out okay or whatever yeah i good and no um so linda made a great point that i wanted to point out um so the person we heard narrating the beginning was judith right yeah and for me i think that's freaking cool because i'm hoping it's like a little nod to carl yes to him narrating you know, we find out in the end of the comics that he's narrating, you know, this is in the future and he's narrating the story of point A to point Z. Yeah. yeah. And so I saw that, I heard that and I was like, oh, that's freaking cool, you know? Yeah. Because it almost sounds like that. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just noticed we got Georgia. Georgia Tor is uh, just hopped in on Instagram. So the Cosmo Mom, what's up, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. That's Rachel. yeah, Wolani's here. Cool. Nice. Um, so like, so we have that whole ambush sequence take Detroit? place. Yep, Detroit's here. Um, so we had that whole sequence take place. Um, with, with, you know, it worked out very well for them. Yep. Um, and then it brings us to the Commonwealth, and we see what's happening there because of Connie's uh, release of information on that girl April, and you know whatever else they dug up. Well, I mean, it was a whole expose. I mean, it was a big sheet. So yeah, yeah, we don't know everything, but I mean, obviously April. Yeah. That's being the main part of it, man. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, you guys in the chat are ruthless. Linda, <laughs> Linda's straight up saying RJ is so useless. He is not like <laughs> the future. Like him. Damn, damn. You guys are beating up these kids hard. I- I have to say yeah, though, Price says RJ is just sort of around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but seriously, they never, they haven't even showed this kid training. They haven't nope. anything like that. So that begs the question: What's the point of him? Why have him in the story? RJ is a Marty little fuck, isn't he? <laughs> He's Brucey. You guys are brutal. These are kids. I, this kid's RJ's probably six years too. old, and you guys are just savages to him. Yeah. He yeah. should have been I a blowy. Oh, no, Lucy. Oh, shit. Ah. What's up, Mitchell? You came in at a great time. Mitchell, you just came in at a good time. Read the chat above your comments there and you'll know what's going on. Exactly, Pam. That's what pisses me off. Is They never developed his character. Nothing. Nothing about RJ except for passing comments. He is there for sentimental. Yeah. Sentimental factor. He literally not his... The only reason they... 
I mean, he he did train with them, I think, when they were doing the swords, yeah. when Judas was teaching him swords. But other than that, we haven't seen a lot from him. And, I mean, he's a little kid. Yeah. He is very little, just like Jerry's kids. We don't see a lot from them. They're little kids. But... You know, you know, in the scheme of things, what was the point? So I think it's all sentimentality, and just so everybody has a tie to Rick. You know. I. Uh, oh yes, Linda. We know. We we know you were mean with Enid. Oh, we know, Linda. Oh, we know, Linda. Yes, I did. <laughs> but she was practically an adult, so she was fair game. I mean, so. you know, RJ literally had a nod in this episode. It's when Carol turns around and said, when she know when she hears the other set of footsteps coming. And she literally turns to the, she's like, go, go hide in the, in the bedroom or whatever. And he like looks at the camera and he nods. <laughs> it's like, that's it. That's all he had. That's all this kid had. <laughs> he had a nod. They won't even let him talk. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I'm saying it, that irritates yeah. me because you know what? At this point we, we have so many characters. We don't need more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, 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 you know what? Well, he's here to stay, you know so, they yeah, because they're not going to They, they could have had Michonne killed while she's pregnant with RJ and gotten gotten Lori's death. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That would have been cool to see replicated, because at this point, it doesn't serve a damn purpose. So, yeah, so we're at, yeah, we're at the Commonwealth. The, the people, the citizens are, are actually, or they're going, they're going nuts over what's been exposed, um, you know, through Pamela Milton's son, um, Sebastian, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, do you know what, what, uh, Norman Reedus and, uh, Josh um, McDermott call him? Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> Because they were talking about him, and he they asked you uh, they asked Josh McDermott how easy it was to smack him, and he goes, "Oh, he has such a smackable face; it was so easy." And then they called him Sebastard, and then Norman Reedus compared him; he likened him to James Spader's character in oh Pretty God. in Pink. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly yeah, who he that's is. Scary. Yeah, that's scary accurate. <laughs> so anyway, but he's such a nice which kid. Neo is such a nice <laughs> freaking so guy. Fun with him. Oh He's my a God. blast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yes. So go back, yes, Sebastian, and all Mitchell's, his crimes. Well, Mitchell says, "I'm finally able to make one of the live streams. This is my first time for you guys." Oh, sweet! Well, thank you for popping yeah, in, Mitchell. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. He subscribed. Yeah, he subscribed yeah. recently. But yeah, so we yeah, see, we're glad you're we here, Mitchell. We appreciate it. Mitchell has great. He's Mitchell is a Twitter master. He posts okay. a lot on Twitter and things, and he a lot of good stuff. So yeah, he's a good one to have. <laughs> so ask questions if you have them, Mitchell, yeah, or throw in any yeah. whatever. We're we're, we're yes, watching absolutely. the chat. <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, this uprising that's going on with the citizens is, is stressing Pamela out. She's yeah. she's on the. I mean, she's unhinging. She's but like she's sitting there in front of a table. You have. Uh, <laughs> Yumiko and Steph, Stephanie, yeah. and or Max, um, and yeah. uh, you know, she, Max is like handing her papers to read off of, and she's just sitting there like reading everything, you know, like all like just chill, <laughs> like reading like she's sitting there, she's like, blah blah blah. My blah. people, please understand that this is not my son. Like, come on. Put some put some heart and soul into this shit. Your kid's neck is on the line. You're, and it, you're a politician. You know yeah, how to public speak. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, we also find out like how deep Max's 
vendetta is in that like how she's angry yeah max is not having it well what kills me is max and and yumiko talking you know right in front of her while she's doing this and they're basically basically talking shit about her yeah and she's just like uh, she's not doing anything right blah 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 and she just keeps going on that pissed me off but whatever milani in the uh on um Instagram says that Gracie's character gets the same one line too. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. my dad's a good cuck. <laughs> Daddy's a good cuck when he's home. <laughs> on the one day a week he is. Come like, on. I mean, give me something. Oh, let's not let's not forget the fact that they kidnapped Gracie. I, I, I'm oh, just saying. Oh, come on. They saved that kid from a life of torture. He's still kidnapping. What she doesn't know on her. No, they adopted. She was her parents yeah. were dead. They killed him. Yeah. Because they killed him. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well then she was an orphan, so somebody had to take um, care of her. Anyway. During that whole scene though, yeah. that's happening, you know, with everything, and then they, they go, you know, they shoot to outside. And you have the Well first they meet her on the steps. The parents yeah. confront her on the yeah. steps. Um, yeah. Or inside. Well, that, yeah. But you also have but I mean you have Mercer <clears throat> walk up to Rosita and say, like, why aren't you in uniform kind of thing? And she's very, like, this ain't my problem, man. Like, you know, and I was, yeah, yeah this, my like, day this off. ain't my problem. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, Rosita's standing up for herself, her family, like, her people. But there is, like, an interesting, like, friendship forming between her and Mercy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when he looks yeah. at her, he's just like, so, I need you, suit up. She's yeah. like, like, you know. Like, and, you know, it was cool when they were in the field. Yeah. Dang it, I got called yeah. in and today. Yeah. She's in the field with him, and they're in the and they're in like the Humvee thing, and she's like, "Look, if you need me out here, I'm here." But she goes, "Once we're behind those walls, my kids come first. You know, mm-hmm. my family comes first. And he was like, "Well, I, res- I respect you for saying that. Like, yeah, you know, you, you see that there's actually this mutual respect and admiration going on, basically." Yeah. Pi says, "I still want to know if they ever <laughs> bother to even look oh, at Gracie's downfall. They had a new baby. <laughs> Details." Wait, well, didn't her mom die, though? No, I think it was just the father, wasn't it? Oh. They killed his father, but I can't remember if there was anything said about a mother or if they knew. I mean, I don't, I'm not she sure. Died during she the was war, at that. Maybe. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Stop being all. <laughs> they literally killed her father and kidnapped her out of her crib. Dude, she was <clears throat> in a cornfield on the ground. Like, what? No, yeah, she's she in the corner crib. Crib. That's right. No, I'm thinking of the first time. The sign on the wall. Of the first Bruce. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of the first the, yeah. when Connie was running through the corn maze. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that. That was no. Yeah. That was uh, that was right. the whisper baby. That was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Grace baby. Yeah. I got her confused. But no, no, no. Gracie was in the the savior outpost, and they walked in. They killed the dad. Walked in, and then they see her in the crib crying or whatever. Lucy, you're um, really you're really raunchy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Lucy, man. Well, first she you is. said that Negan could shit on your face. What? Yeah, she she yeah, had a typo. The... No, she was, she no, had a typo. She... No, first that oh. what she said. She oh. was a typo though. I was like, look, I know you. You know, that's like German stuff. We don't want to do that. It's... German. Yeah, it's called scat. See, I seriously would shit. Oh, she would shit on Negan's face. <laughs> I don't think JDM would like that but very she... much. But she, t- that was right, a typo. Right, right. It was a typo. Fit. 
Ah, okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> we'll see. Rick, Rick hung the dad like a picture on the wall. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Connie Kelly, why Pamela didn't go after him? Well, Pamela knows. Well, is yes. She she definitely knows. Like we can. We can safely assume that she knows Connie wrote that article. Yeah. Even though Yumiko is trying yeah, to like play it off. Right. Well, because she knows. Right. Well, because she knows the history there. She, you know, Connie interviewed Pamela before the out, yeah. you know, before the outbreak. Connie did interview Pamela at least once, and she's the one who got her uncle kicked out and of Congress. So she knows yeah, who Connie I gotta, is I gotta think and what she's done. Pamela right now really is just too tied up in. I mean, Connie's mm -hmm. probably yeah. the least of her worries right now. The damage is done. But see, I don't know about that either because she did make that comment to Yumiko she, where she was like, um, do you think your friend Connie has anything, you know, knows anything about this? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I'm sure she doesn't. And she kind of gave her a look like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah so she, I don't know. Yeah. I think that yeah. she's going to have it out for Connie. I really do. Well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I just, I honestly think she's just got too much on her plate as it is right mm -hmm. now. Uh, right now at this moment. Who knows? Um, so we know that Negan definitely gets away, um, you know, and, and does, and, and is still putting the plan into effect that Daryl has. Uh, we see Negan standing in the middle of, uh, of the square there after he meets with Mercer. Um, and that is, that, that to me was kind of like a battle of wits, you know, like mm. you have these two personalities in a room. Mercer's walking around him, staring at him like, you know, who are you? Why are you here? You know, kind of thing. And I love the fact that Negan looks at him and he's like, there's some sh there's some shirt and tie wearing shit and his clamshell of asshole he runs with uh, after me and my people out there kind of thing. <laughs> so as soon as he says that, Mercer legit looks at the guard in the room and he's like, go get him some water. <laughs> like, like get how suspicious, go. though, right? Like, oh, he, well, the guard knew, and he was like, yeah. now, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously, Negan's able to tell him, like, I'm here because Daryl sent me. I knew how to I knew how to get in um, type thing. And he says, I knew April. Right, right. Yeah, he said, my friend yeah. April told me. And getting him to understand, I knew I know about what went down there. And then he's like, okay, who, why yeah. are you really here? <laughs> you know, he knew that was just kind of, his, in. you know, in to get his attention. Yeah. And then, um, so then he goes, uh, I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to save, I'm here to save my, my people's asses or something like that. And Mercer's like, well, that's my <laughs> job. And he goes, well, that's funny. Cause you know, that's, that's why because I'm, I'm, I'm here or whatever. You know? yeah. So then why am I here yeah. kind of thing, you know? <laughs> And I thought yeah. it was just like a really good back and forth, not just just witty little back and forths, which I liked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I thought it was an outstanding. Yeah. I could scene. I could just... definitely tolerate those two <laughs> and more. Like I could. Yeah. I would love to have them more together. I have more interactions. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like those two together were great. Um. And even Carol and Negan, I could watch episodes of those two. Talking and casting like like Negan his remarks and and you know Carol making her her faces and all that stuff back and forth, um, you know we'll get into that. But uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode 
and that we're seeing is the idea that the, the citizens of Commonwealth are not as safe yeah. as the Commonwealth is portraying them to be. Yeah. That, yes, they're surrounded by walls on all four sides, and, you know, they have this military slash police force. I Yeah. But what we're seeing is that the citizens are not as safe as what is being portrayed to them. That is one of the main selling points of the Commonwealth when, when you come there. Mm -hmm. Is you contribute, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of you, we'll protect you, we'll make sure you're safe. But now that's obviously not the case with what's happening with Sebastian and, and what was going on with that. And I, so that's why that's where I think that little twist of um, like rebellion is coming from is, is that spark that we're not safe anymore. We maybe we never were safe, and that's what's causing the protests to happen. Yeah, I think it's probably the biggest takeaway from the episode is showing that um, that loss of loss of trust in the government of the Commonwealth. Yeah, well, I mean, look up in here, like. Mitchell says, during the protest, there was a, a Mercer for president sign. Yeah. I'm curious to see yeah, how Mercer sure, would do uh, if, if you know, change the change his president. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there's a lot of family legacy things going on with Pamela and her family legacy stuff. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about how that's yeah, all she's yeah. concerned about. You know, she's worried about her position. She's worried about that because she's just always been in that atmosphere and i feel like that's more important to her than anything you know just like well later you know she's she you know tells sebastian she's he's an embarrassment well i think you have a lot more things on your plate than being worried about being mm -hmm. embarrassed you know that's the least of your worries <laughs> yeah sir bastard is a pure example that you can't polish a turd <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're not wrong so um so yeah uh so like I said, it, it was nice to see that interaction with, with Negan and Mercer. I, I was really happy that they were able to like get that in the show uh, because it's just having those two yeah. prominent people together and very just... Very bold yeah. personalities. Yeah. You know, you don't, we don't always get the two bold right. ones together. Mm -hmm. It's always they're leading yeah. some other buddy, you know, so yeah, I, I thought it was outstanding. Yeah, yeah I really and enjoyed And then that. it's funny <laughs> to see him in the middle of like just the street he's like looking at signs and shit and he's just got like this shitty and grin on his face like I know. where the fuck am i <laughs> <laughs> what kind of clown ass party is this yeah. um and then out of all people to find yeah, him is jerry outside. you know yeah that, yeah i love that too of course jerry be like he's yeah, like it's what like, are hey, you doing hey, here man. what are you doing here <laughs> um and then, you know, we get to the whole Carol and, and, and Negan, um, you know, scene. And like I said, I just like having those two with the history, mm -hmm. you know, there's no history between him and mm -hmm. Negan, uh, him and Mercer, but the history that Carol and him have, you know, you know, Carol deep down, just like a, just like a Maggie situation where like, yeah, she had her time with Negan, you know, watching him while he was in jail, all that stuff, whatever. Um, when they were fighting them, you know, with the saviors and stuff, it's just like to see them together and to see how Carol will, oh, I mean, Carol will always be leery of anybody, but just to see yeah. like her body language her chemistry with him and stuff like as they're working together to find sebastian is just hysterical i thought like privately inside i'm laughing 
because I'm like, Carol will probably kill mm -hmm. you right now. Oh, you yeah. Have no idea. Carol's already, <laughs> Carol's already thought yeah. 30 ways on how to kill you, just in case. Just, just, just so you know. <laughs> so she's basically like the Batman of Walking Dead. I swear, man. She has a contingency like, plan for everybody. Dude, like, the kids are hiding, the, you know, she's on a ledge, you know, and then she's just, the whole apartment is built with secret spaces all over the place, and it's so Carol. Carol is just yeah. always on, you know? She just always is. And I wanted to mention, so when Negan said that about staying in the cabin, <laughs> so that's funny for two reasons, because one, you know, she tried to politely mm -hmm. banish him, you know, so that Maggie wouldn't kill him. But also, um, you know, in the comics, he never does go to the Commonwealth. He does stay not in a, a house, you know, he's away in a house. So I kind of thought that was a, you know, double kind of thing mentioning that was like a nod to the comic and to the previous episodes when he tried to go to the cabin. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, and I wrote, Carol being Carol always steps ahead of anyone. Play the quiet game. Like when, you know what I mean? Like she's like, the, she's got the kids trained. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they just... they, and they listen to Carol. They're not question. They yeah. don't question Carol because she knows right. what's going on. I mean, she's sitting here babysitting, making pancakes and burning them. and and studying these pictures, burning the pancakes and studying those photos, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what Roman or yeah, that Roman Calhoun and yeah. Shira are yeah. up to. You know, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool too. It was kind of like it was like a, like a little like sentimental nod, but like where you know Judith was like, "Hey, and Carol." Mm -hmm. you know it's pretty cool because she was so close with rick you know what i mean yeah. so it was kind of cool yeah yeah um yeah Lin linda still has her trust issues with maggie and negan <laughs> um i mean you're gonna have to put those aside linda because they're gonna have a whole series together <laughs> so you know what they say chris you're the only one that says that <laughs> I'm, it'll catch fire. Don't you wait. They're gonna be in. They're gonna be in the cité. In the cité. They're gonna be a vacation in the cité. Um. But yeah, Maggie. Uh, uh, Pi mentioned Maggie and her power tripping, and yeah, she's. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Maggie's been very different since she came back, and so. Um, Ryan, I'll be right back. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, it's you, you, you said that, but you said before about, I actually wrote that I probably should have stayed in the goddamn cabin. I had that as like a little, a little side note from Negan yeah. with Negan and, uh, yeah, Carol. Pretty... Um, yeah, but, uh, and the, what, what's the guy's name? The ball headed guy's name, the bad guy. Who's like, what is it? Ball headed. The bullheaded guy, he's Which like guy? one of Lance's like insider. I call him the insiders. Okay, so yeah, he, <laughs> like he finds the photo on the fridge of like I think it's RJ and um and Judith and Daryl, right? I think he like takes that photo and I'm like, this guy, like immediately I'm like, okay, so he's gonna use him as leverage. He wants the kids to use him as leverage against Daryl. Um, so you know, I just you know, I was like, you you know. After that, it became a manhunt for the kids. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, Carol's insurance policy, you know, basically, you know, as I said, Carol's insurance policy is, you know, hide the kids, um, and, and telling Jerry, like, hide the kids, wait for the signal. So that way, like, you know, mm -hmm. once we get Sebastian, you know, wait for the signal and, and it's on, we can all get out of here kind of thing. Well, I'm trying to 
Mm -hmm. A couple things in chat. Pookie can't deal with us talking about Maggie. <laughs> no, he's okay. He'll be right back. Um, I feel Negan and Carol spinoff would have been better. <clears throat> they work well together. Uh, and they want to get things done. Yeah, I look... I would... Honestly, they are entertaining together. They really are. I mean, we'll get... Like, yeah. when we get to the scene... <clears throat> so, um, Mitchell mentioned before. So, when we get to the scene... First of all, you have... You, you got a map, all right? And you're walking through this house, or whatever, like the house. You have a secret door hidden by a fake plant. It's the... It's the it's that, it, they were in Union Square, the yeah. Union Station. Oh, I thought so they were inside, like, Pamela's house. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's, remember, because when they were digging through the files, she goes, yeah. he's like, what are you looking for? And she goes, schematics, blueprints, anything oh, okay. of the Union Station. I missed the Union Station part. So those photos, the photos that she was looking at, you you know, looked at those, it was it was Sebastian hooded right. and going in there. She saw them take it out, so that's what they were searching. And so... For that to have a panel was not as unrealistic as, yeah, like yeah, a house. So, I mean, but anyway, you're hiding a door with a plant. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially with how obvious, like, the outline was. Yeah, so like, like, as soon as you move, you see the cutout and the trim. I'm like, you couldn't it, have put a, it was, a yeah, bookshelf. Like, it wasn't there, but you moved the bookshelf. I mean, you know, like. Like the, like, the, like the old school, like, you know, like where you slide sure. in, and, you know. Yeah. No, we did plant. We went with plant. <laughs> See, we had a we had a secret room in Iowa, our Iowa house. It was hidden by a bookshelf. bookshelf. So I mean, bookshelves are how to right. do that. <laughs> so like Megan's like looking at the map, and Carol's like, "Give me that thing." Yeah, right, she's like, "We're here. looking for a room. There should be like a door that should be right here." I mean, you see the outline of it. I went, "Oh, there it is." And behind the plant. Yeah. Just in case you couldn't see it. Yeah. And behind the plant. <laughs> yeah. Assuming, um, yeah. Anyway, that was yeah, that was yeah. hokey, but. <laughs> But, uh, you know, so, you know, they open the door, you know, she's got her bag with her that has, I, you know, when Negan said I watched her pull a rabbit out of her, out of her ass or some shit, I'm like, well, she just pulled a crowbar out of her fucking bag. That was so funny. So I'm like, I guess a rabbit out of her ass ain't she's that far off. Um, her fucking bag of tricks. Yeah. So she, she breaks the door open and there he is passed out on the mattress with piss jars with the <laughs> um, and the, like I was a Carol or Negan then when they saw me went ugh yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was a sigh of disgust it was so funny to me yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was Negan yeah, yeah I mean like he makes he makes a comment to her you know and like I would take my chances with, with this with her over you know basically being in here <laughs> pissing in jars pissing in jars um, so yeah that was um that was funny. Uh, so the the plan is to get him, sneak him out, and yep. get him to Pamela. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of commotion going on. They're all supposed to be on curfew. Um, and we, this is the part of... You missed that part. Yeah, you, we, that was a while ago. We, missed, yeah. we skipped over that. So but we this is the part, that. like, at night where, like... Um, was it at night, right, when they, when they, they smoked them? No, no, I meant we didn't, we haven't talked about Pamela calling in the the plan. The yeah, B14. That, yeah. We didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about that. Oh yeah, that was before the tear gas. So we'll talk about the B14. 
Which, plain, by the way, plain, sounds like you went to vitamin shop and went, went got your B14 vitamins. Yeah. Uh, you know, we initiate the plan B14, and we all try to figure out what uh, B14 was. So we had the, you know, when you watch the scene play out, you have um, Henderson. What was his name? The guy Henderson. with the the megaphone. Henderson, That's right? Henderson, yeah. And I mean, you know, he's he he basically talk, tells them like you got to go, whatever this and that. But the, like the main thing that like bothered me about this whole episode was the growling <laughs> of the walkers over the sound system, over the PA system. This whole thing was announced at the beginning of the episode that there was walkers five miles five away. Miles. Yeah. No, that was okay. You get your timeline messed up. Okay, so right after Pamela comes out of Union Station, <laughs> it was earlier though, what? right? No, right after she comes out of the station is when she announces she says an initiate Plan B fourteen now immediately right. whatever. Then, then we. So, like when when Yumiko and Magna are talking, then on the PA system they come over and say the lockdown right. is in place. When we go to their homes yeah. and that kind of stuff, then he comes over and he announces to the crowd because the protesters yeah. aren't listening. So then he uses the bullhorn, does that. That's still all daytime. So then later on, they're doing like a vigil yeah. for April in the dark, and that's when the walkers are supposedly outside the walls. That's when you can hear them. So that's that, yeah. So that was just. There was, he talked twice on the bullhorn once, once at night day, or once, once in the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So in the evening is when we hear them. And like you said, to me, it sounded like it was recorded. Yeah. I kept, I just thought this was a scare <laughs> tactic by the Commonwealth because last we knew they were five miles right. and then Mercer and them went out. So, you know, I, I don't understand and how they're at the walls. Too, but the fact that it happened on cue yeah. was a very bizarre. Yeah. It yeah. just, yeah, because he's like, listen. Yeah, and he tells everybody, you know, like why he, yeah. he says, listen, and everybody stops. And yeah, then so we like, hear that. Is it, what is there, so, like a, a trooper, like a, a soldier running around on the, on the, <laughs> like with, with the swarm hitting his microphone? Like, listen, everybody, they're growling. Maybe, you know, <laughs> Look. These are, the, these are the variant walkers, right? They're smart. Maybe they know how to use a radio. <laughs> so this makes her B14, as we were all saying, this makes it a lot more, uh, I guess evil. Mm. Yeah, because if okay, I initially thought it was just the right. lockdown. Then as things progress, it's like, wait a minute, was there more to it? Do they use this as a scare tactic? You know, and that's I mean, people were thinking that she called the wall. You know, somehow they they're calling. I've read online different things, and people are saying that 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 was a call to, to actually bring walkers right, yeah. to the wall, which. I just don't see, I mean, you know, I talked to you guys about that earlier, about how, why would you waste your resources of your military getting killed? Why would you do that? So I'm not sure that it was that, but I kind of feel like it is a, some sort of a scare tactic because I still think, the, think that those walker noises were recorded. They didn't, you know, I don't know how they could be right outside yeah, the wall I, like that. I think that, I think the B-14 is not only a lockdown procedure, but it's also a procedure to lure walkers to the walls to show that there is a very real threat mm -hmm. and that the only people who can keep you safe sure. are the Commonwealth. Sure, yeah. And I think that that's a way of trying to keep people in line because right now, she, uh, what, what the hell's her name? Pamela? Pamela. You know, Pamela has no control of the situation. Palm. 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 
Um, Pamela, Pamela, Pamela. Uh, she has no control over the situation. At this point in her mind, she is two steps away from having a full-on revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you keep people in line? Well, we're the only ones who can keep you safe. Otherwise, that's what waits. Uh, that's what waits outside for you outside the walls. If you can't keep people in line by offering them, you know, like the the paradise that Commonwealth is, mm. how you know how else do you keep them in line? You threaten them. And in this case, indirectly threaten them. Right. But that's my take on it, at least. Mm. Very mm. politiciany. Mm. <laughs> Very governmenty. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know, scare them. Scare them into their homes. COVID. Um, so we have, uh, where are we at? Mm. I lost my spot. Oh, Lance. So we have Lance and um, Lance. Lance's insiders, I call them. So Jerry, uh, this is touching on something that Meg brought up with Jerry hustling the kids up a a, um, a back fire alleyway fire yeah, back alleyway fire escape. And at the once they're clear from that situation, I guess one of the neighbors opens up their window and he's just like, "Oh, hey, we need a favor. <laughs> we need a favor." <laughs> um, so it was very Jerry asked. Now Jerry's plan is to get these kids in an attic space, mm-hmm. which I guess has mm-hmm. been stored with with you know um, mm-hmm. non perishables and everything Food. else, um, so that way they could hang out for a little bit if need be. So uh, imagining that's where they're at. Currently, uh, you know, hanging out in an attic space somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, as that all as that all transpired, yeah, but uh, Carolyn Egan, um, we had a little. There was a little heart. I wanted to mention a little heartwarming, mo- you know, moment while they were looking while they were going through everything prior when they were going through all the files and stuff. It was nice to see like Negan kind of open up to Carol. This is something like you know about his wife and having a baby and all that stuff and everything. Yeah. So um, I meant to, you know, when we were talking earlier, I wanted to touch on that. It was just nice to see like a little dialogue there, where Negan felt comfortable enough to like, you know, be like, I really, you know, I have something to really truly fight for, you know, like mm-hmm. we need to make this kind of happen type thing, like because I have important things in my life I need to get back to. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then I wanted to touch on the scene. So when it cuts to the group with Maggie and Aaron and, um, Gabe, Daryl, uh, Daryl and, and Annie, and they're all discussing, like, if we go this way, you know, we get caught. If we go that way, you know, if we come up behind them, there's too many of them type thing. And they give a little, in my opinion, they give a little glimmer as to why Negan picked Annie because yeah. she's an immediate out of the box thinker and says, let's go underneath them. You know, she's like, if we can't go, you know, behind them, we can't go this way, then let's go under them, you know, kind of thing. And she looks at the sewers. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that yeah. was like, to me, I was like, that's a nice little nod to her and her character. And it opens up a little window as to why you would be like, oh, that's why Negan likes her. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's a she's a thinker. Yeah. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Even at Riverside, you know, she wasn't the leader that guy was, 
but everybody looked to her, you know, they were all looking to her for what their next move should be and that sort of thing. So, yeah. And she just was, I thought she was really, it was fun to see her in this uh, episode and see her get some screen time and so, you know, and, and, and learn a little bit more about her. So I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Zay says also the, with Maggie saying sorry about Leah to Daryl. I mean that, you know, they, they made a really good point of touching on some soft points you know, kind of like bringing yeah. uh, the previous episodes into current what's going on now. And, you know, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. And that goes back to the thing I had said about like kind of finishing things like normally we wouldn't have heard another yeah. thing about Leah. You know what I mean? Like no one would have not acknowledged it. No one, nothing right. would have been said just like other, a bunch of other things, you know, but it seems like they're at least trying to wrap up some of these pieces for us as we go into mm -hmm. these last episodes. And I thought that was a really nice way to do that. Like acknowledge. Yeah. We all know at one point Daryl did have feelings for Leah, you know, uh, towards the end, obviously not, but it still had to be difficult, but it, I mean, it wasn't that difficult for him because he was going to choose Maggie over Leah. But yes, it was such a touching thing. And then you feel bad for Daryl because he's still harboring all that guilt for Glenn, which, you know, I mean, it's been how many years and he still feels that he owes for something. Lucy says, when Daryl said, you don't ever have to say sorry to me, I swear it's the best line Daryl has said in the three seasons. Well, it's probably the only line he's had other <laughs> yeah. than grunting. So, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Oh, you dare. I know. <laughs> Linda says it's a closed chapter now about Daryl and Glenn. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think it I think it did help bring everything to full mm -hmm. circle and just kind of Yeah. You know, now everything can finally be just put to bed on that, you know. Um mm -hmm. And then uh sorry, I'm just getting getting up on my notes over here. My notes. You're very organized. I try, man. I try. Very proud of you. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, all right. You can you can up kiss my ass. You yeah. don't have any notes. Where are your notes? In my head. Oh. What's next then? I don't know, but you like to talk, so go ahead. <laughs> Clearly. Go ahead, what's next? Alright, mouthpiece, why don't you keep talking? What's next? I don't know, you tell me. Exactly, you don't know. <laughs> Alright. Break it up. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> all right i do want to i want to touch on my grind my guts moment i got another one so but go ahead um so meg did mention something earlier about the movement and stuff of the zombies or the walkers mm -hmm. oh yeah when they're in the field mm -hmm. you know so mercer and Rosita are having once again we have like another heart-to-heart -heart conversation going on in the episode which is cool because you know Rosita is saying you know like look i can do whatever you want out here but back there is take care of me and my family and mercer basically says like you know that's that's cool like he basically tells her like when the time comes and you want to get out of here i got you like he, like reassures that mm -hmm. whole thing with her um yeah. but i do want to talk on like the filming of the scene um so they show this overhead right so you got two soldiers who flip their jeep somehow yeah uh flip their jeep and um you have one to the left and one to the right now the one to the left they show actively shooting okay if you watch this over overhead scene again when they pan and they show you and you sh they, so they'll, they'll show overhead the guy on the left shooting <clears throat> they'll pan overhead and the guy on the right is literally just going like this 
and nothing's happening. The walkers are just walking towards him, and he's just panning back and forth. Um, and it's just, I'm like staring at it. And then here comes Mercer and Rosita. And Rosita's, you know, doing her thing. She's hitting them, you know, all headshots, of course, um, while you're riding on a Jeep through a field. Headshots everywhere. Um, and in my opinion, it would have been much more realistic if they would have just opened it up and this letter spray. <laughs> and I mean, I think there was like a M280 on the back of that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. She could have sawed the zombies in half, the walkers in half. Literally could have just in half. <laughs> Destroyed them. Like, yeah, there would have been some headshots, but she could have just mowed them down. No problem. And they could have saved, you know, probably both the guys. Um, but it's just like, and then and then Mercer gets into this tug of war. That, yep. <laughs> and uh, like he literally has got the guy. You have the soldier that's next to him who's just hovering, watching, not shooting any walkers. Rosita's still popping headshots, and I'm like, <laughs> anchor the gun down. Anchor, take the gun and tilt it down and shoot the these ones that are Mercer's here. And I'm just like, we're we're filming this. This is what we chose. This is what we're doing. But they got the special effects budget. Yeah, they got to so, use it somehow. So, yeah, but even, <laughs> even after the dude's ripped in half, Mercer's still holding on to him, and he's like, oh, okay, I guess I let him go now. And I'm just, I was like, oh. And so I don't know if it's the walkers getting, like, evolving. But since when could a walker play tug of war with a with a living, breathing person? These are the variant walkers. They keep telling us they're coming. They, they're going to, they, that you, we're going to see this horde scale the wall at the so, Commonwealth. That's what's happening, and so I think they're just segueing into. So my last that. thing that I want to that I want to touch base on on that scene is if once again if you go back and watch it, that scene should have been cut about three second three seconds earlier than it was, because they pan out and they're in the end of that scene. They pan out once again in a above shot. You have the one jeep going left. And, no, I'm sorry. One Jeep going right, and then Mercer's Jeep is going left. Mm. You literally watch every walker that was a walker become a human being and spread. They literally spread out. <laughs> from They were eating the guy. They must have yelled, cut scene. They got up and spread out. Because you see Mercer take the Jeep, and he's moving away, and then he just turns it back into the... He turns it back towards the, the, the walkers. I need to see this. I'm just like, you cut... Come on, guys... I didn't notice that. Oh, it's it's blatant. I was just so that was my severe grind my guts moment of that episode. <laughs> I I just was a little appalled by that. Um Yeah. So that was the uh the grind my guts segment. But Ryan's gonna yeah, I'm telling you, why wait until you see this. So uh, we have we have Pamela the loving mother, right? Because they bring um, Sebastian Sebastian to 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 mommy. All right. So the only thing I could think of, I just watched it. The only thing I could think of 
No, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Where they were like, no, but watch his Jeep. Watch his Jeep. Watch. Yeah. No, keep watching. And they sorry, we're gonna we're gonna do this right now. They part like the Red Sea. They watch, but watch. Keep watching. Watch him turn. <laughs> he literally turns. He drives. Hey guys, high five. Good scene. Um, that's Mercer's. That's Mercer's Jeep. Yeah. He's pulling away, and then oh, you shit, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, Sebastian return to mommy, and she gives a very loving embrace, and then she asks a very simple question: What does the five finger say to the face? <laughs> Smack, motherfucker! <laughs> she beats his ass. Yeah. Um. And you know, he of course he denies everything. Because that's what he does. That's what cowards do. They Coward, deny. Yeah. yeah. Deny, deny, deny. And uh, and then we, we find out who's going to be taking the, the place. Which I'm not upset about, honestly. Um, I, I was kind of hoping that they would have, like, two, 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 uh, two birds with one stone there. Mm-hmm. Because you have Sebastian with, with a walker on top of him. And I was literally just like... <laughs> You know, waiting, um, and uh, and and then you have um, Lance there, who's caught up inside the two inside the sewers with everybody. Yeah. Um, that was cool how they like kind of brought him in and sliced their. Well, that's what, know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like whatever. a very yeah. sneaky like. Because you're focusing on that that walker i was waiting for him to do something i thought it was a trap yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he looks like he's all something's gonna happen so you're focused on that and then you know they're under there knifing them yeah i um i mean like i said during the whole episode the stabbing <laughs> was very like you know and being very stealthy and everything um the stealth aspect was cool uh and then to have them all come rushing in and then Daryl come up from behind, <laughs> and his eye, Lance's eyes, literally. I think he probably has a brick of poo poo in his pants because he <laughs> shit himself. Don't tell me he didn't shit him. He shit himself. Oh yeah, he danced in his pants on that. Mm-hmm. Um, With that look on his face, you know what is it about? Because he is just yeah, he looks psychotic or something. Yeah, I mean, because then he has that that leering smile when all is you know when everybody comes in. I'm like, oh no, yeah, you you shit your pants. Don't act up now. <laughs> Don't act up now. Um, but I mean, it's a very I, I felt like the thought process for all our characters, the planning for what they want to achieve and what's coming was very well done. You know, with Carol. Yep. Um, using Sebastian as basically their like bargaining uh, chip. The, yeah, they're, they're, that's their that's their insurance right there. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, very good plot as far as that goes. Even though I, you know, Pi said the plot, well, you know, storyline and plot wasn't that great or whatever. But if you break it down to what they were asking our characters to do as far as planning wise. Their plans were very well thought out. Daryl's plan is very well thought out, very effective. Um, and and Carol, Carol's plan was very well thought out, very effective. And um, you know, it's it's bringing us to the next episode. That's where you know we we end with Daryl having him under the knife. Uh, um, guns are drawn. We got some cut scenes from next week. You know, obviously, we, we saw some cut scenes for next week. And those of you who have AMC Plus already watched episode 18, but we're not going to talk about it. 
until next week. So, yeah. I'd like to. I mean, I could talk about it, but I'm not gonna. Because I know <laughs> I know a lot of you are going to be like, just do it. Just do it. You know, I'm like, no, I can't. No spoilers. Because there's people out there who don't like spoilers, and I don't like doing spoilers. It's true. Yeah. So, did somebody leave? Who left? Is he buying? Yeah, Linda and Eva are leaving. Oh, uh, bye, Lindy. Get some sleep. It's you're welcome. Linda. Early morning in front. I'm glad it worked for you, Linda. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Good job, Pook. I try. Good job, Pookie man. So, when do you guys think that we're gonna see the wall climbers? At the very last episode, which will bring us to the spinoffs. Daryl. No, Daryl will. I think, I think Daryl will encounter them. No, 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 no. So Daryl, Daryl, no, no, no. We're going to see Ver the walk wall climber ones in The Walking Dead before it's over. No, I know that's what I'm saying. So I think they'll, oh. I think they'll put it in like the final episode. Like I think we'll see them in the very last episode. Like after whatever happens at Commonwealth, this is obviously just my opinion. But after like the battle or war or the uprising and all that stuff takes place, I think that some of the final moments you'll see will be a, a walker scaling the wall. But I thought we've seen. I thought in one of some of the trailers, there's walkers in the Commonwealth. Well, yeah. Well, we had what's his name, uh, the bald headed guy. Didn't they? They shot a bunch, didn't they? No, because Commonwealth has never been breached mm. but, so far. But the, I, I, I was maybe I, you know, and the, the trailers are hard to follow because you don't always know where you're, you know, so, right, so yeah. quick. Right. But I thought that that one point. But I, you know, and maybe I'm wrong. I think we'll, you know, I think we're going to see action with them. They're going to climb the walls and they're going to infiltrate the Commonwealth because that is their, the the map thing that we, the little thing it says on there that yep. in the history of the Commonwealth, the walls have never been breached. So, so I think that's going to happen. We're going to show you guys. And that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're going to show you guys real quick because we were able, Renee sent us some, uh, like a brochure. And um, some Commonwealth maps. So we're going to share them with you guys. So just you'll still be able to hear us and see us and everything like that. But we'll show you the images of what they are just so you guys can can watch, can see what we got. Um, this is the main brochure. So this is the Make the Journey to the Commonwealth. So this is pretty cool. It's like, you know, help, it basically like their mission statement kind of thing. You know, like, you know, provides health care, food and water, you know, gives you the... The fake, uh, the fake print, bold print there. The sales pitch. Yeah, the sales pitch. Um, so, Renee, how did how did we get these? So, Kristen Acuna, who writes for the Insider, she actually. So, it, this is actually one of the items that's up for sale on the, the that giant prop auction, mm -hmm. and she came across it actually and brought everyone's attention to this. So, it's just it's this it's for sale on that those auctions it comes with a, a i think it's a commonwealth coin is what this auction also comes with so it's kind of just a little cool nostalgia piece but once you look into it more you just learn a lot about the commonwealth yeah. I mean, the size the seven gates um the segregation of the areas and all that kind of stuff so it was just something she found and shared with everyone that's very cool yeah so we'll move yeah. to we'll move to the actual map <clears throat> this is the actual map of the Commonwealth and uh, the you know the sides of it and everything. Um, so this is 
it shows you basically just basic layouts. I mean, I wish the print, you know, obviously if it was a little better, you'd be able to like read all those things, but you can show them the legend and it'll yeah. tell you, yeah, the legend That's will the show you like part. that. Well, I can tell you, so like the kind of, well, the colors are almost the same. Yeah, color. We're going to bring There's it, we'll bring it up now. Yeah. So then you have, um, so you have exterior wall, the roadway train line, um structures and you know gates you have exterior um oh that's the same thing um, yeah because it's, it's yeah it, there's that part that yeah. i had to show um but on the map if you see like green lines it'll be agricultural allotment industrial allotment would be gray lines uh anything that's basically um it looks like pink is either it depends on what shade of pink one's like a lighter purple it says city planning one is the estates public space military sector um so yeah i mean there's go back to the uh the map again yep so then yeah a lot of that area like if you have a memory you know i remember what the color was but a lot of like look at the estate spot like that color right well, there that's the wealthy yeah people, so. exactly yeah, it's funny to see how big yeah, that is. Big. Yeah, it's big. It's like the estates is huge. Um, military planning area. And then, I mean. And it's interesting because in the, so this was made like, um, we've never, I, I don't ever remember seeing this in the series, but this was a brochure. So when you read the whole thing, this is the brochure that they would have given to new residents. It would have yep. been, you know, or potential new residents. And I'm just telling this for everybody that's listening because we've all read it. But um, so, you know, it tells about you can't enter. There's no entry or exit unless you have military authorization. Yeah. They're talking about, um, you know, just the overall. Um, oh, it tells you to keep. Where is that at? To keep. So there's you said there's seven gates, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way. I, th I made the point in our group chat though, yep. but the seven gates of hell. Yeah. I coincidence. I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> very interesting. Okay where, okay. where did that, there was a line that said, Oh, so citizens of the Commonwealth should be mindful of designated yep. sectors and zones. Yep. And so I thought that was very interesting how they, you know, like, you know, like stay in your lane yeah, kind entry, of thing, you know, yeah, entry and exit. Uh, yeah. The exterior walls is only permitted by authorized military personnel. Any attempt to climb the walls or open gates will be will result in uh, detainment. And yeah, that other thing it said the other one that it says that the walls of the. So go back to been, the map again. Has not been an unwanted siege of the Commonwealth walls in the in the community's history. So they're trying to let you know it's safe yeah. and you know you're protected and all that. So you got a gate stuff. here. So yeah, it's just one. Two, two three, three four, four five six six and seven seven yeah wow okay which is crazy because i yeah, now that's agricultural the area they got two on the agricultural side and then military area looks like it has three no two three three on the military side mm -hmm. huh easy okay but yeah Very cool. That's interesting. So there's a huge section for the military. Mm -hmm. Huge section. Yeah. So so what's that? What's that for? 
I, I mean, it's 50,000 50, people. So, but, sure. I mean, you know. Yeah, they got 50,000 people in this community and probably the military. That's probably where they live. Many, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah. I would, uh, what, what, you know, you'd have you to know, figure out, like, like, what population of the community is military. I would, I would imagine probably at least 50% or more. They probably yeah, try to make everybody available, you know, anyone who can be, you know, military, be military. Yeah. And like for the housing and things, remember, they gave him kind of crappy housing until they proved mm -hmm. themselves like Daryl and stuff like that. Then later he got a nicer place. So I'm sure that's all within the military yeah. sector. So. What well, you say? And you won't win the lottery because I handpicked the winner. <laughs> oh. They're, talking, they're just dogging on Talking the, about the Pamela. Yeah. Talking about Pamela. Yeah. Uh, what else we got <laughs> come through the bright new future we have lots of very high walls and heavily armed military yeah 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 i mean that's the sales pitch you know yeah so i just thought it was interesting that was very cool yeah thanks for sharing that with us yeah and i think it's like i think right now on the auction it's like why can't i get out of this thing I think the auction for that, just that map and the coin, I think is all you get with that. And the price is at like 250. Yeah, or two, the bid is at 250 wow. right now. The Negan's bat is, last I looked, it was $11,000. I'm like, I can't think, I mean, I love The Walking Dead, but I cannot think of, if I could choose, if they AMC said, Renee, you can pick anything from any season, any episode to keep, you know, to buy for 11000 I can't think of one thing I would spend $11,000 on. Yeah. I just, yeah. And like, um, Negan, or not Negan, Daryl's bike's at like 8500 It's the second one. Wow. And then Michonne's Katana is 5600 And one of the, uh, Judith and Carl's hat is 4200 Pi, Pi wants to know how much is the can of dog food Daryl ate out of? Let me see if it's in here. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I want to see. You know, the funny thing is, you say that this auction has a lot of high-end, you know, key pieces, but there is another auction that's going to be. I this one's all online, I believe. There's actually a physical auction somewhere in Georgia, and they have got tons of things like spoons that so and so oh, used, and they've got like a Carl's bunch spoon of cool from things. Struggle pudding, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't see the dog food, but like uh, there's a Cherokee Rose for $375. Wow. Jesus. Um, his motorcycle keys are 500 So, wait, you got to buy the um, bike for 85 but then you got to get the keys too? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. I got the bike. I can't start it. How much are the keys? Somebody <laughs> play Monopoly and you got to trade property? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> His, so the note that he wrote, let's see, the one that that note from Leah or note to Leah, it's going for four hundred seventy-five dollars. I mean, yeah, I'm just shocked that somebody's. You well, Lonnie know, wants to know that they have the pocket the pocket watch on there. I don't see. <laughs> Bye. He sold separately. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Sold together to bike or run your nine G's. <laughs> oh, imagine that's actually not a bad price. No, it's not. Not for Daryl's bike. I yeah. mean, no, no, if it's in all. perfectly the, running condition, that's what I'm saying. nine grand. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I didn't read the thing to see. Um, um, 
But yeah, I mean, stuff's going pretty high. Give it a year, we'll start seeing this stuff on porn stars. I can't believe that freaking <laughs> Negan's bat's eleven thousand dollars. Imagine. Yeah. I mean, I get it. No, iconic, they don't have. You know? Yeah. I don't see a pocket watch. I see like, well, let me see if there's a Herschel. Glenn, there's no the pocket watch. Hmm. Is there a Herschel? Yeah, it's not a Herschel list. Yeah, so I don't see it anywhere. Yeah, for Glenn, it's like his outfit, the pictures. And Lori's pregnancy, and Lori's pregnancy test. Sure. <laughs> um, Gross. The, the, the rubber knife. The, Gross. The, <laughs> I mean, well, I know, I know it's a prop, but did somebody pee on that prop? <laughs> <laughs> Just walk around Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> you, can get, you can get Rick's gas can for 550 bucks. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, Morgan's staff is six fifty. Oh, you can get Aaron's uh, his rubber mace hand oh. for two thousand dollars. Hell, <laughs> a new cosplay is like yeah, some, yeah. Yeah, I some of this stuff is just um, they did they did have Sophia's uh, outfit like her Walker outfit or you know that so that was kind of oh, okay. cool too. I have but... to imagine that the um, that the stuff is going to come with with a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this auction set. Yeah, there. That is. Yeah, you can get Eugene's Grimbley Gunk plushie. Remember that oh, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? How much? <laughs> That's what. That eight hundred dollars. Right, it's right okay. in your wheelhouse. Nope, I'll go to Etsy and get one for fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, they make them. Um, oh, Lori's wedding dress is two hundred dollars. <laughs> we'll see. I want Rick's boxers. That that is all. <laughs> um, the orange backpack yeah. would also be cool. Oh. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Let me see. There's a blue backpack. That's not what we're looking for. Let's see. I want oh, Rob's man. cut off limb. Rob's leg. Oh yeah. I want Rob's leg. What's <laughs> that tainted meat? Or a bottle? Yeah. Bob. Tainted Bob. Bob. Isn't that Bob? Yeah. yeah. I thought you said Bob. Rob. Bob's leg. Um. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Sophia's outfit so far, and it's the shirt, shoes, socks, and pants for a thousand dollars. But but again, like something like that, inflation. But it's, but like to me, that's not iconic. I mean, if yeah. you're if you're a Walking yeah. Dead fan, it is. Yeah. But yeah, if you're not, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone took Negan's bat, took Lucille, and somebody saw it and wasn't a Walking Dead fan, mm-hmm. chances are they would still know what it is. Yeah, I mean, you've because seen it's it very, somewhere. Very, very much pop culture, but right. so I, it's very weird to me that someone would buy or like Rick, Sophia, or like Rick's Cole. Python. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's re- yeah, because yeah. yeah. Lucy, uh, Lucy, Lucy wants to know if there's a pickle from Eugene in there, a licked pickle from Eugene. I doubt there's a licked one, but yeah, let maybe me a see. pickle jar. Yeah, pie. I mean, yeah. for me too, it's a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> for me, that's a little weird too. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, put solution in its skin. <laughs> I know what you mean, right? <laughs> like, for me, that's, yeah. like, the same as, like, someone wanting to get, like, at, was it, who was, was it, Addie Miller, the actress who played the first Walker? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like, that, like, the bathrobe, and, like, yeah. and, and, like, someone buying that would be creepy. You the know bunnies, what I mean? Like, the slippers, right? The, yeah. The, the slippers she wore and all that shit. I don't know. Yeah, the search is being weird. I can't get it to like it had the list of name character names, and now they're like not doing this for me. <laughs> it's being difficult. 
Is that is that something, Renee, that we could share the link on social media for? Mm -hmm, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, I wrote an article and wrote. Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's just golden. It's golden. Like G O L I G gold I N. Golden. And then. Dot, yeah. Dot C O. Oh okay. Oh okay. Yeah. And then you just, they've got several auctions and just click on the walking dead and then you can look at everything and there's 10 days, 23 hours and 35 minutes left to vote or to vote, listen to me to vote hmm. to, uh, is there a buy now option or is this like straight bid? I don't, I'm looking, but I don't, I don't think hmm. so. Yeah. Okay. So here, and now I'm back to the names, but I don't, I don't see that. There's no Eugene isn't listed. So no pickles, no pickles loose. Oh, what can we get from Alpha? I didn't see that. A what? Alpha. Alpha. Oh, oh they've got her, like her, oh, her little, that little sawed-off shotgun thing. Oh, that she, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, prop. What yeah, about Negan's yeah, whisper mask? Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool. Nope. Yeah, that, yeah cool. that would be cool. And then there's a skinned head prop, and then her green dress that she wore at, when she snuck into the kingdoms. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, but yeah, I will post the link on our, cool. our Twitter awesome. page. So everybody can, yeah, because I mean, it's, it's kind of just fun to go through because, and then I just looked at the, I, I think the reason Lucille is going for so much is because it is a hero used one. This was used in the scene when he killed Glenn yeah, and, yeah. and Abe. So I'm sure that's why it's going. I mean, yeah. because it's when they're the hero ones like that, you know, that means they were used yeah. for like action yeah because you know? a lot of people don't realize when you buy props from the, these auctions and stuff like that they could be they could be screen used they could have been screen tested yeah, yeah. um it, it might not be what all, was in the shot right and it's they it seems to be pretty good at telling like you know daryl's production used motorcycle yeah, okay. you know rick sheriff warren sheriff costume bloody the shirt and undershirt you know, so it tells you that, oh, yeah, here's Rick's production used rubber Colt Python stunt mm -hmm. revolver. That's so, cool. you know, it, yeah, so it does tell you that they were, these are like production used and things That's like that. Cool. So that, I mean, yeah, so I will post that on Twitter right now. That way, if everybody wants cool. to peek and see, cool. it's kind of just fun to look at. I don't have the money no, to buy anything. But it's cool to look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be window yeah. shopping. That's as far as I'll make it to the window. As far as I'll make it to the window. Yeah, that's about it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, uh, other than that, I mean, um, I'm all caught up now on House of Dragons. Yep, me too. So that's good. Uh, House of Dragons has been very good. Very good. Especially this last episode. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, very good. You know we're supposed to get another time jump? Yeah. Between two to five years? Yeah. Between this week and next week? I think it might be more than that because what the Aegon? Aegon. Uh, the one who got... The right? one who was masturbating out the window? No, what's the other one then? With the eye. Oh, Eamon. Um, Eamon. 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 Yeah. He looks like he's a teenager. In the, in the, well, I want to write it. It said between two to five years. So how old do we think he is when he gets his eye cut? Like 10. 10? Yeah, so he's probably 15. He's got to be at least 15, dude. He yeah, looks so like five years. But like he looks like he's 18. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably the closest they could come out. Tits and dragons? No, no. House of dragons, Lucy. House. Of I mean, I can see why you're confused because yeah. there's a lot of tits, a lot of dragons. Yes, it could be called that, but there's it's a lot of cheeks too. Cheeks. cheeks. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm watching The Serpent Queen with Samantha Morton, and that show rocks. I mean, it's not for, you know, it's like a period drama and this and that, but man, oh my gosh, it is so good. Like, they, Stars knows how to do period dramas because they, they don't make them these fancy little, you know, like Jane Austen kind of mm. things. These are like balls of the wall. These people are like, you know, what they, they pull their limbs off, you know, and, and I mean, they're just, it's just all kinds of crazy stuff happening, but it's so good. I think I was the third episode was just released and on Sunday and it was really good. And then tomorrow on Netflix, Mr. Harrington's phone releases and is it Thomas Francis Murphy that played uh, Jadis's, uh, you know, she had like the right hand people. He played Byron. Brian or however I don't know how you say it uh yeah he's in that movie but it's a Stephen King it's based on the Stephen King story I believe and it sounds really good it's kind of a horror mystery thriller yeah it's part of that okay. yeah so yeah but that that really that'll actually it'll be on Netflix like tonight at like 3 a.m eastern time or something oh, cool. like that but anyway that one looked really good um I thought there was one more thing I was gonna oh and uh Austin Emilio got um, cast in a movie called Hitman that sounds pretty interesting. It's okay. kind of comedy action. Yeah. Oh, I think so I saw Tiffy posted something about it somewhere. Yeah. 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 So of course, yeah. I know I sent it to her to make sure, but Sharon Sharon had already sent it to her, so I just wanted to make sure she knew. It seems like there was something else that was just you recent guys, that I, I mean, you guys probably saw because I sent it to you. But the the final Black Panther trailer mm-hmm. for Wakanda yeah, Forever, yeah, that was so that looks, good. But yeah, I mean, I mean, seeing and I'm I'm speculating because they don't show her face, but I really think the next Black Panther is going to be Shuri. Oh yeah, just from the way the the, the body suit is and everything, and just the way that they're acting. Do you need me to say it again for you? Yeah, boobs. Boobs. Lucy's already been like Lucy's been singing tits and chat for the past five minutes. So I mean, boobs in the suit. There's boobs, boobs and tits. There's yeah. boobs in the suit. <laughs> Built-in boob suit. Boob suit. Yeah, it's better than the bat nipples that we got from uh, oh, George Clooney's Batman. Terrible. Yeah. Bat nipples. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. bat credit card. <laughs> I never leave home without it. Oh, thanks, George Clooney. Yeah, not your best work. Yeah, no, terrible. Um, I also saw Colt Steve Coulter release something too. He had something on his Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a movie. Back, Mary, uh, it's a movie with uh, Jeffrey Lopez. Yeah, yeah what was it? I, uh, is it Josh Dumel? Yeah, um, like or, Bad. Ma- I'm looking at a Bad Marriage or something yeah. like something oh, to do with marriage. Yeah. I'm looking real quick. Um, but yeah, Lucy, put the octopus down, like like Pi said. Lucy's obsessed with the boys. Oh, the boys. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, well, JDM's going to be in the new season of Boys. It's so. true with Jensen Ackles. I mean, Shotgun Wedding is what. Shotgun it's Wedding, yes. Okay. Yes, and so it, but it doesn't come out till January. Yeah, but he, yeah January twenty seventh. Um, yeah, yeah, he posted on his on his Instagram. So if you guys want to check out the preview for that, it's on uh, Steve yeah. Coulter's Instagram. Um. It's like a rom-com action. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Cool. I don't, I think it was just the, I don't see a, I just see a poster. I don't see a I think it's on his story. It was on his story because I watched it today at work. (laughs) Oh, I (laughs) see. But yeah, so that was, that was, uh, it it was either on his story or he posted it on his wall. I I see. I can post it on our page. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, uh, that's pretty cool too as well. Um, so what's it say? My friend, uh, Michael, who is in Black Panther, currently doing a new film. Oh, the Blade. Yeah, well, Blade, Blade just started filming, I believe, for Marvel. They just started Lucy, filming. Lucy, is that Blade. your friend? Was it the yeah. guy that I met yes. at the camp? 
Yes. Who was in um, Black Panther. Yeah. And like a couple other Marvel projects. Correct. Mm. Yes, that's Michael. Yes. Um, Nick Gomez was, was phenomenal in She-Hulk. Yeah. Right. What right. Michael. Michael. That was on our show. Nope. Michael. Different Michael. Oh, I know. Oh, I know which one it is. Yep, I do yeah. know. I met him. I met him yes. too. Yes. Nick you know, Gomez was, was really good in She-Hulk. Um, see, she, look, I, we'll see half a message us. Who? Michael. Oh yeah, yeah. He he said he was down to do yeah. it. To, yeah, absolutely. At the camp, he yeah. did hundred percent. Um. But yeah, have a message anyway, so that way we can we can do that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, She Hulk was great too as well. I love the little like um, retreat thing that Abomination <laughs> has there. Neil, uh, what's his name? Emil Blonsky. Emil Blonsky. Yeah. yeah, he's got his own little retreat. That was that was funny. That was hysterical. Yeah. I loved it. It was it was a good episode, and I really, really want this show to stop getting hated on. Oh, it is so good though. I love it. Um, it, it like. It's so unnecessary, you know. Like, not every I I don't know. Like, not every Marvel production has to be serious and death and gore. Well, not only that, it's not even gonna. It's not gonna be Avengers. Like, it's not gonna be Avengers. You're not gonna have. I have a good night, say. Outer space shit and all this other stuff. I mean, yeah, we had a little bit of that in the very beginning with Bruce, so that way they could send him off on his storyline. Yep. But I mean, this is a different time this is you know like everyone really has to, to get a fucking grip yeah. unbelievable man um but she hulk was, was was good i i enjoy the series i really do there's there's no reason to hate this show it's very good i one thing i, I think that is i love about it it's funny is just her showing like difficulties of being a superhero mm-hmm. and trying to date Right, as someone in like their late twenties, mm-hmm. and <laughs> trying know, to hold down a job, and hold and down you, a yeah, professional yeah. career, yeah. and you know all sort of stuff. It, it's just it's really funny, and I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and, and it's, it's real life in yeah. a way. You know what I mean? Like this is me, normal, but I'm a superhero. Yeah. It's easier for me in my life being a superhero, obviously, because as soon as I'm me, no one gives a shit. You know, yeah. like I mean, like people shit on like the the, the post credits scene for twerking with um, Meg the Stallion, mm-hmm. right? But like. How many times have you have you been home alone and then like the song that you love comes on the radio and you just start belting it out like an idiot? I twerk every day. <laughs> That's my life. Twerking <laughs> or singing? singing. Oh, okay. I, no, I, like I, 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 I literally twerk. I break down songs all day long. <laughs> I come home and I after like I'm if I'm cooking I'm twerking. You know what I mean? I'm cooking and I'm twerking. I'll show you when we're done. No, I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> Yeah, please turn the camera off before that all happens. I I'll give everybody a good little twerk at the camp. Great. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, wow. twerk off. On that note, um, I think it's time to go. <laughs> I think it's time to call it quits tonight. What do you uh, guys think? All right, everybody. We will be back next week. We will yep. be discussing yep. episode 18. Even if you already watched it, watch it again, and we'll be back. And maybe I'll have notes this time. <laughs> Maybe Ryan will have notes, because apparently the ones in his head were scattered. I'm scattered? Yeah, a little bit. So the guy would make you a timeline straight. Well, I got a little off. And you did that with notes. I got a little off. Miraculous. Well, listen. It happens. Mm. I have many pages here. One, two, three, five pages of notes. I got a little sidetracked, okay? Apparently. Even 
even the best get me- you know mess up every now and then. Mm. Remember the comment earlier about not being able to polish a turd? You call me a turd? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We're gonna sign oh. off now. We'll see everybody next yeah. week. Ryan might look a little. Ryan might look a little different next week. Um, but thank you all for being here. We appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you so much. And yeah, next week it is. Yeah, sounds good. All right, peace out, everybody. Night, Mitchell guys. even had fun. Yeah, Mitchell said he had fun, so that's Thanks, good. Mitchell. Thanks for coming in, Mitchell. Appreciate <laughs> your brother. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry. And subscribe and like them if you can, please. Or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go.